just don't know. Oh, baby. Oh, 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 how I love you, yes. And how the first go? You must have been heaven sent to me because I never knew a love like this. You know, <laughs> listen, that was an ode to Mother Tony, okay, Tony Braxton, if you don't know. And oh man, listen, Saturday mornings, it was me and Tony and Mariah and Whitney and Deborah and Gladys and um. La India, Tito Rojas. It was a concert in my house on Saturday mornings after as I had to clean up. Mother Tony made me want to have like that rich bottom, like seven whole days. (laughs) Not a word from you. Yeah, I wanted to be able to like sing at the top like Mariah, and then come all the way down like Mother Tony. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, we we revere Tony Braxton, but you can't do that without paying homage to Anita Baker, okay? They both had that, those short haircuts that was so sleek, chic, and sassy. You know what I mean? Like, I just was like, dang, these girls are just so fly with their cuts. I never, I never really had short hair except for when I did the big chop, but I came, I came out the womb with a whole head of hair and my hair has for most of my life been very, very long. Right now, it's to my waist. So, but Tony Braxton made me wish I had short hair. Tony Braxton, Halle Berry, um, and I just was like, wow, these girls, even T-Boz, like, I, I just love that cut, and Tony has such style and pizzazz, and she put on that short little dress, and she's singing, I mean, Oh, it was just such a sight to see, like, oh man, to go back to the 90s, right? It was so, it was so nice. I mean, of course I knew Anita Baker growing up, but she came out in the 80s and I'm an 80s baby. So I knew of Anita, but I know Tony and Tony got me through... My first heartache, I ain't going to name a name because you ain't even worth it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was a, just a kitty love. But, I, I, you know, to, to, to sing songs and think you know what you're talking about and, 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 and with so much passion, oh, such great times. I hope everybody's had a fantastic week. My name is Love. Welcome to Oshun's Says. And um, (laughs) excuse my silliness. You know, 
y'all been with me uh, well for those who have been with me welcome back you guys know how we get down i'm lucy goosey i'm free i like to enjoy myself and if this is your first time with us welcome welcome i hope you enjoy what you hear maybe you learn something new it's, it impacts you and touch you in a certain, you know, in a profound way and make you want to come back and listen again. So, um, let's see. This week I was on vacation. I, you know, I didn't go anywhere. My girlfriend came into town and she had me ripping and running. If you know me, you know, I don't go too many places. Okay, it's to work, home, home to work most of the time. Occasionally, I'll step out and and let my hair down. But this weekend, I was all over Atlanta. All over Atlanta. I did way more driving than I ever, ever wanted to. But it was for my homie, my sister. So, I was happy to oblige her. She had a great time. I was able to catch up on so many shows. Um, let's see. I caught up on Queen Sugar. I caught up on Pose. I caught up on... Um, I watched all of Orange is the New Black. And um, Snowfall. I caught up on that. And I don't know about you guys. Have y'all been watching this show called Ambition on OWN? Oh, jeez. That show is... So, so scandalous, like deliciously scandalous. I love it. It is like it 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 kind of is in the vein of of dynasty, those those telenovelas, you know, that that become on Univision, <laughs> the Spanish station. Um, it's so good, so devilish, so so you know, and I like to see like black people in power on TV, just running things and making moves, even though they're not good moves in all cases. But you know, it's sexy, it's it's sophisticated. I like it. I like it. Um, I, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. And you know, thank you to uh, Tyler Perry, I guess for kind of like the resurgence of those black uh, soap operas type shows. Um, you know, he did, what is it called? The Have and the Have Nots. And the, he has another one. Um, something like Loving You Is Wrong or something like that. I don't really, I don't really watch his shows. Um, because I just, I don't really like the acting that much and the storyline is a bit much and, and Hannah in, in the have and had not was always crying. It was again on my nerves. Like I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Um, but you know, he, a few years ago, kind of like set on off with those novella type shows. And now we have, ambition and it's gonna it's so good like if you're not watching it get into it okay <laughs> so yeah that was my week I 
didn't do much of anything outside of entertaining my girlfriend and catching up on TV. And it did my body good. I did, you know, I gave myself like a good, good facial, like deep, deep cleaning. Um, I did, gave my body, like I exfoliated my body and just took care of me, took some time for self-care. It's so important because work will run you ragged. Like you would just be going and going and going and be like a hamster on that wheel, just going and going and going. Next thing you know, you're like, wait, when did I take some time for me? When did I just relax? You know, had a little R&R and just soak in the sun rays and just appreciate doing nothing. That's important. You got to make sure that you take care of you. Your mental and spiritual self needs rest. So if you're working around the clock, you know, it, the half of the year done passed and you haven't taken a break, haven't taken a vacation, you owe yourself that. Okay? Because if you get sick or you can't go to work, you will be replaced. I promise you that. Take the time for yourself. Okay? This show, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. You guys probably, some of you guys are probably not going to like what I have to say, but it's fine. Um, I am totally prepared <laughs> for any blowback that you may want to give. Um, in fact, if you have anything you want to say about it, you could definitely email me at says. At gmail.com, I welcome all commentary. I want all the smoke and the love. I want it all. Tell me. Tell me if you if I'm overstepping boundaries or if you don't think I know what I'm talking about or, you know, or if you agree and you've been wanting somebody to say it, let me know. Let me know. So we'll be back with my favorite portion of the show, Oshun's Crown, and um, stay tuned. And we're back, and it's now time for my favorite portion of the show. It's called, of course, Oshun's Crown. If you know someone who is a who is deserving of praise and admiration, please, please do not hesitate to email says at gmail.com. That is O-S-H-U-N-S-A-Y-S at gmail.com. And we're going to celebrate your accomplishments, your birthdays, your anniversaries, your good deeds for the hood, your your strides in your personal life. This is your portion of the show where we get to celebrate you and the great and the greatness that you are. So please, please do not hesitate and, you know, talk about the good things that's going on in your life. I want to celebrate with you and I'm sure our listeners want to hear some positive things. So, my first recipient of Oshun Crown, oh my God, is a little special because um, it's my sis, not by blood, but by 
just pure adoration and love is for my homegirl Tamika Ingram. Um, it was her birthday just this weekend and she came to visit in Atlanta, visit me in Atlanta and when I tell you we had such a bond and sisterhood, like we were able to be vulnerable with one another and really just celebrate our uniqueness, our differences, and our likeness. And she was just a ball of wisdom for me. And she impeached, like she instilled so much confidence. Like I I mean, I just be me. You understand what I'm saying? But it was nice to be able to receive such positive affirmations from another woman who's older and was you know and and sing my praises like I learned I look up to her and I was happy that she came to celebrate her birthday with me but at the same time she poured so much into me this weekend and I'm forever forever grateful so happy birthday Mika I know you're gonna hear this and may you wear your Oshun crown with pride. We were supposed to do our podcast together, but you'll be back soon. So we'll um, <laughs> we'll touch that topic another day, another time, and it'll be so much more fun, I'm sure. Secondly, I have to crown, although she already wears the biggest crown already. I have to crown. Miss Beyonce knows Carter for that epic album, The Gift. It is the soundtrack to uh, Disney's The Lion King, the, um, the live version. And when I tell you that album, it's so dope. Like, if you haven't listened to it, Definitely listen to it. It's a great ode to Mother Africa. It is so empowering. So many jewels are in these lyrics. Like, you guys got to really, really listen to it. It's so good. It feels good. It feels so good. It's a, it's a, it's a loving album. And uh, the music instrument choices tracks they were like just so hard-hitting so so effective I was so proud to be black and listening to that album and I think she did a phenomenal job she's pushing using her influence to push our greatness I mean this is it was no secret to us to you know to us black folks how great she is I mean how great black music is however Beyonce does have a an influence over the masses and she's using that influence to show and show and and share how dope we are like Disney Disney is like okay do what you want to do and this is what she chose to do so Beyonce Kudos, queen. Kudos. May you wear your ocean crown with so much pride. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. So when we come back, we're definitely going to get into an interesting topic. And I know that um, 
many of you may not agree, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> okay, stay tuned. We'll be right back. So we're back and um, (laughs) this topic is going to be a touchy one. And many of you who know me personally are going to say, it's going to say, you don't even have an authority to speak on this matter because you don't have any kids. And although I don't have any kids, I do know what I know. And I do, and I was, was once a kid and I remember very vividly what worked for me and what didn't, okay? So, not too long ago, there was a video going around about a father who was beating his daughter with a belt um, for having sex in this house and she was like 12. They recorded it and put it on Facebook or social media, I'm not sure where it started, whether Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, whoever, whatever. Of course, there was a lot of commentary on this, like people were like, that's right, he did right, you know, um, that she won't ever do it again. And uh, what else did they say? Um, he, you know, later on, she she going he's it's gonna be him to have to take care of a baby. Um, because she want to be quote unquote fast and all these things, all these type of things was going on on the internet. All these people, all, and, and most of my followers or people that I follow, they're black. So this is what I'm talking about. Like black people and their form of discipline or, um, their choice in rearing their kids. And... A lot of people were like, oh, the Bible says spoil the rod, sp- excuse me, spare the rod and spoil the child. Spare the rod, spoil the child, blah, 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 right? Spare the rod, spoil the child. Let's explore that, okay? Because number one, that's not even a Christian term. It's not biblical either, all right? That term, spare the rod, spoil the child, it actually came from a poem by... Um, actually it was called, what was it called? Hudibras by a guy named Samuel Butler. And the poem was about two people that wanted to start a love affair, right? A man and a woman, they wanted to start a love affair. And one character asked the other character, oh, to flog her before they engaged in, in having sex. And, you know, if you read, read the poem, it kind of goes into that phrase, spare the rod, spoil the child. Okay. Again, that has nothing to do with Christianity or with biblical terms or in discipline of a child. Okay. The actual proverb that you may want to start quoting is he that spoke. Spareth the rod, hateth his son, but those who love them are diligent to discipline them. Okay? 
that was the actual proverb. And I want us to explore the rod. Okay, let's focus on the rod for a second. And when they used the, the rod, let's think about the times that they were using this rod and what the purpose was for, for this rod, okay? The rod was used by shepherds. It was a long stick with a hook at the end. And it was, the purpose for it was to guide the sheep in a straight line, in a straight line and, and, and guide them in a straight path. And occasionally the sheep would actually fall into a hole and then the shepherd would take that rod, the, por- the portion that has like a hook, and pull the sheep, like hook the, sh- hook the rod around the sheep's neck and then pull it out of the hole. The shepherd never beat the sheep with the rod, okay? But somehow or another, y'all want to turn these rods, these sticks, these belts, these extension cords, these shoes, these candelabras, (laughs) these anything you could get your hands on and beat your kids with it, okay? Really, that proverb is telling parents to use guidance with your kids. It ain't telling you to to beat them. It's saying, okay, if you spare your kids um spare your kids guidance is to sh- not show love. It's to show, you know, unruliness. It's to it's to show that you don't really care about them. Okay? You were supposed to instill love with discipline and guidance and 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 training. And that is even further um that point is further made when you look at Ephesians 6. Okay? So, let's look at Ephesians 6. Fathers, do not accept expas oh, can I say that word? Exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instructions of the Lord. Okay, when you look at Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. All right? So, in in all these phrases, they're talking about training, guiding, instilling certain values, talking, and giving instructions so many times, you know, you hear all these catchphrases and they stick with you because that is what resonates with you. You can take these words, these, these, these sayings that you hear from your parents and take them with you. They made times when you're older, you pass these same sayings on and on and on and on <clears throat> to, to your kids. Me being Panamanian. We have a million things. So many times I catch me saying the same things my mother would say. What's sweet you now? What's sour you later? Um, Duppy know who to fight in. Or so many different things. Like so many. And those are the things that resonate with me. 
okay? It was never, never, my father, my father, he always say, he always tells me, when I'm upset, count to 10 and smile, count to 10 and smile, count to 10 and smile. These are the things that I walk with. These are the things that stick with me. It was never a beaten. They're going to be, it only promoted me to be scared of them and have resentment towards them. It don't work. I can't remember. I remember the one time my father did decide to give me a spanking. I was like six or seven. I don't even remember the spanking, but I remember the words he told me. He said, you got a spanking because you lied. And I don't like liars. I was six. I was six. And what that taught me is never lie. My father told me one time I did something I wasn't supposed to do. And it was the most effective thing he ever told me was I'm disappointed in your behavior. I'm disappointed in your behavior. And I was like, I never want to hear my father tell me those words again. That is what permeated for me. That is what was effective. All the millions of beatings I got, I don't even remember what they were for. Well, I tell you one thing that did though, it made me want to be sneaky. It made me want to like not not get caught because I was going to, I was going to be scared of my parent, my mom, my mom, you know, it was never like, okay, um, this is, I learned a valuable lesson from this. No, the lesson was for my mom was when she would talk to me about certain things. I remember she used to, these little fast little girls on Ricky Lake, Jenny Jones, Oprah were talking about, oh, they want to have babies all early. My mother would sit me down and my God, she was talking, 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 preaching the whole time. And like, you hear that? You hear what she's saying? This, this, that. She want to be fast. Blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I can't hear because you're talking over her. I hear you. I don't really hear what the girl is saying. But guess what? I didn't want to be, I didn't want to have sex. I didn't want to be you know, the girl that's pregnant and, and have to bring up a baby at a young age and put that burden on my family. Those are the things that resonate, resonate with me. You know, people like to just, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, okay, an occasional spanking, it will not be necessary. I'm not saying that. However, that shouldn't be your goal too. That shouldn't be your go-to. So many people are like, oh, well, my parents beat me. I turned out fine. No, you ain't fine, okay? Because you have poor um, communication skills. You're, you're jittery all the time, filled with anxiety, okay? Any loud noise, you're ducking because you're scared. Because, and this is the beatings. This is, this is all from the beatings that you got. That's not healthy. Many times people don't even know why they're beating their kids. They just think, this is what, this is what was done to me. Many times I talked to them, I have had a conversation with my mom and I talked to her and she said, you know, if I could turn back the hands of time, I wouldn't have done it that way. The beatings didn't work. The beatings didn't work. I did it because it was done to me. But there's another way. 
there's another way. And fathers beating on your kids, on your girl children. I don't know about you guys, but that don't sit well with me. Okay, I don't, like I said, the only time I ever got hit by my father, I was a little, little girl. Six. And it wasn't like he beat me out of anger and, and, and like he was enraged. He was very calm. And it was a few, few hits. And now I understand why he, he never, why he never wanted to hit me. Number one, he didn't want no man to be beating on me. And so the, the one man that I am supposed to look up to and admire, and he's supposed to be my example, can't be the same man that going to turn around and beat on me. And not only that, he knew his strength. He could really hurt me. You guys are beating your kids. Next thing you know, you may accidentally hit them in the head. And then what? You find yourself in problems. You thinking that, oh, oh, I can just do this. And then later on, they won't be getting beat in the street by the, by the police and everything like that. But guess what, though? You don't... You didn't even have to do all that because a lot of people who got beat all the time still end up in jail. They still, they have anger issues. They're traumatized. They can't come to you. They don't feel safe going to you about certain things. So I know a lot of people are going to, again, not agree with what I'm saying in this in this podcast today and that's fine but I felt it was my responsibility as a black woman who knew who knows of another way to even to say so to let you guys know like hey you're traumatizing your kids and I know you love them and you're trying to do the, the what's best but you can figure out another way and I just gave you examples. Take away things that your kids would like. I remember my mother told me I could no longer be in dance ensemble. That crushed me. I love to dance. I love to dance. But I messed up and so I had to be punished. Those things I mean, I was able to get go back and, and do whatever I had to do in dance ensemble. It was okay. It was fine. But those times when I couldn't, when, when, I, when they took away things that I really, really loved, that stick with me. That, I was like, yo, I, I can remember that time. I can remember the reason, the exact moment, the things, the, the exact, um, the way it felt to me, what I said I would never do again. And it was effective. I can't tell you the reason why I got beat on the 20th time. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. And a lot of times, you're beating your kids for things that it's like, not even warranted. You didn't, they didn't wash the dishes, so you beat them. No, wake them up in the middle of the night to make them wash the dishes. That's more effective to me. You know? A lot of times you're beating your kids because you run out of patience. You don't have no patience. Maybe it was too soon for you to have those kids. 
maybe just saying however learn other coping learn other discipline methods because corporal punishment is not effective okay we want well-adjusted young adults coming into the world we don't have to do them slavery tactics anymore we know better now there's a whole wealth of of knowledge at your fingertips literally google it google other ways i know of a guy who is raising his daughters he can't be hitting on his daughter what he do make her do all kinds of exercises She gaining, she gaining, I mean, she losing weight or getting in shape and everything like that. And on top of that, she remembers, I don't want to have to do 50 million burpees. So I'm not going to do this again. That's all I have to say on this topic. Um, again, I don't think you guys should be quoting spare the rod, spoil the child in the name of the Lord anymore because... That ain't what he said. That's not what he said. And there are other ways. I mean, geez, Jesus didn't even say to, to, to use corporal punishment. He never told you to do that. And isn't that supposed to be superseding what was in the Old Testament anyway? Well, maybe not superseding, but he was the authority, right? For those who follow Christianity. He never said beat your kids. In fact, in the New Testament, it tells you do not provoke your children lest they become resentful. And at the end of the day, you want your kids to be able to take care of you when you get old and you can't take care of yourself. And you make your kids resentful, you're going to be on your own and it ain't going to be pretty. I'm just saying, explore other options. All right, when we come back, I'll share with you a quote of the day. All right, you guys. See you soon. So we are back. And um, I just want to, I just want to say thank you for listening um, every, every uh, other week, every episode. Um, and I know this is a touchy, a touchy topic. Um, and I just want to reiterate that this is coming from a place of love and care and, um, actually a real place for me. I've overcome a lot, a lot in my life and, um, I I just want to share some of the things that I've learned along the way with you guys. Um, you know, I try to be as transparent as possible without telling all my business. And of course, you know, keeping keeping my family um, not pissed with me <laughs> for, for talking too much. Um, but you know, they support me, I support them, and, um, they allow me to speak on my truth, um, 
and I just I just want you guys to 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 know that you know just because it happened to us we don't have to we don't have to continue a cycle in the same way we can you know definitely take the good and leave the bad you know take you know take the meat leave the the rest um if you choose to you know so you know it's now time for the oceans quote of the day and it's simply to strive for excellence not perfection okay the oceans quote of the day is strive for excellence not perfection all right i love you guys so much for listening and um you guys be sure to have a blessed week oh pay attention to what's going on with the debates um i i'm i forgot to mention that earlier in the show but you know it's very important that we understand who is running in office what their platform is and who's going to best serve our community and you know no candidate is going to be 100% perfect but you got to be informed so pay attention to the debates hopefully the next set of debates they'll get, get to dive more into policy and not too much on you know who we have in office now and 45 like we know that's already we know we got to get them out that's what you gonna do? What you what you what what kind of policies are you trying to implement? That's what the type of time we on now because we gotta have a plan. We need a plan. And just because you know we black majority of the listeners are black does not mean that you can automatically the Democrats can automatically assume that they're gonna have our votes. They gotta earn it. They gotta earn it. And we, as civilians, need to know who is going to best serve us, who has, you know, a track record that is reputable. And the only way you're going to know that is if you, you know, get informed, start pay attention to interviews, do a little homework, dig into their background a little, and, um... That way, when it's 2020 and you go to the polls, you can confidently vote according to your uh, standards, okay? Stay black, stay beautiful, stay blessed. Until next time, bye.